0: Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would love us to reflect on the first book of Samuel, chapter 3, verses 1 to 20. In those days, the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim, so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The Lamb of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down within the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down, and the Lord called again, Samuel, Samuel, arose, and he went to Eli, and he said, Here I am, you called me. But he said, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and he went to Eli, and he said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the little boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and if he calls you again, you shall say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went, and he lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood forth, calling as other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, your servant is listening. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was established as a prophet of the Lord. There are a few things that I want to point out. If you remember... Chapter 1 of the first book of Samuel, when Hannah went up to the mountain of the Lord, she went up and prayed and bargained with God. She asked the Lord for a son. And in return, she promised that she will offer a son back to God. And she kept her promise. And that's important for me. She kept the promise she made to God. What about us? Sometimes we bargain with God. You know, we could be dying. We could be in ICU. We could be going through a traumatic experience. We could be... Going through hell. Things may be falling apart as a family. In our marriage. With our kids. Unemployment. Sickness. Addictions. And we pray to God. And we bargain with God. Lord, if you were to do this, I will do that. How many of us have honoured our our, our word, our promise? How many of us have gone back to God and said, Lord, thank you. Without you, I would not have done this. How many of us have, have gone back to God and said, Lord, I had asked you for this and you gave me. You did as promised. And now, I want to honor my word. How many of us are capable of that? That's the first thing that speaks to me when I I see Samuel ministering in the temple of the Lord. And I realize that his mother kept the promise. But also there is another nuance in this story. What Samuel is doing, yes, it's a fulfillment of the promise, but also Samuel becomes responsible. He is affected by that promise. So often I've seen parents praying to God for their kids. Lord, so and so is not working. Lord, so and so is struggling with an addiction. I've often seen parents going into churches, into chapels, in hospitals, uh, and and the babies are not well. Newborns are not okay. And they, they make promises to God. So often I've heard people coming, uh, they're praying for an unborn child because there are complications. And parents makes, make promises to God. And so children are born into a promise, into some obligation that the parents has made to God. And so I fulfill the promise that was made by my parents. That's what Samuel does. Then there's something also interesting in the text. He is ministering to Eli and he spends his time in the temple of the Lord in the presence of God. He is in the presence of God. The word of the Lord was rare and there was no frequent vision. He had not yet been introduced to visions. And the Lord had not yet revealed himself to him. And so one day Samuel is sleeping in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord calls his name. The Lord reveals himself To him. Samuel. Samuel. And he runs. To Eli. And so often. When we are confused. We run to the things. That we know. When we are troubled. We run to the situations. That we are familiar with. But the question is. Are they useful. Do they help us to solve the mystery? I may be going through a lot. And it's easy to run back to my friends. It's easy to run back to my family. It's easy to run to alcohol. It's easy to run to addictions. It's easy to run to work. But is it helpful? Helpful. Often they say when days are dark, friends are few. But also when days are dark, too many opportunist people want to come. They emerge and they take advantage of our vulnerabilities. They know you're vulnerable. They know you're going through a lot. They know there's a mental blockage. They know. Is a mental anguish. They know you are lonely. They know you are scared. They know you are frustrated. And this can be done by friends. By family. By people at church. People that you trust. So where do you go to? And are those people helpful? Do they lead you to the truth? to God, to yourself, your better self. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.